Welcome to the Celebration Sessions with myself, Connor Clear. The Celebration Sessions is a podcast unpacking life, loss and love. As I step further into the world of celebrancy, I want to look at how we celebrate, how we fall in love, the milestones we mark and how we can talk about the inevitable loss we'll meet along the way. This is my exploration into the beauty of it all. It's a reminder of the positivity that can come from making the most of the important times. Above all, a reminder of how important it is now more than ever to celebrate. This is the Celebration Sessions podcast. Hello there and welcome once again. Uh, Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever it is you are tuned in, I'm delighted you're here with me for this episode of the Celebration Sessions podcast. Now, um, I've got a fascinating one for you this time. Uh, It's a topic that I've wanted to learn more about for quite some time now. Now, I do love a little bit of travel, you know, as as much as I can, as much as life allows. And one of the first places that I hope to try and get to when all of this craziness is over. One place on my bucket list is India. And all of my friends, any of my friends who've been to different parts of India, have all commented on one phenomenon that they've all witnessed. And that is the Hindu funeral ritual. And I've been told it's quite common to see ceremonies take place close to the rivers, places like Varanasi, where you see cremation ceremonies uh, along the banks of the river. So I wanted to learn more about this, the, the beliefs, the rituals, So let's bring in our guest and I'm honoured to welcome member of the Dublin Interfaith Forum, Peace Ambassador and amongst so many achievements in his life, he is the first Hindu priest in Ireland and co-founder and director of the Vedic Hindu Cultural Centre in Ireland, Sudansh Verma. Sudansh, hello. Hello, Connor. Namaste. My salutations to God in you. Oh, namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much. Um, I'm, I'm so appreciative of your time. I'm delighted um, that you've joined me today. Um, how are you doing? How have you been? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me here. It's an absolute pleasure to share the views, uh, what uh, Hindus believe and how do we actually do this uh, whole uh, ritual, which is equally important ritual, uh, same as the others. So I'm, I'm really delighted to be here. Oh, the, the the pleasure is the pleasure and the honor uh, is all mine, and and I'm thrilled you're here to to share your insights and your wisdom and and your knowledge as well. And look, we might just jump straight into it. Obviously, it's such a big topic. Um, I didn't really know where to start, so we might start, I guess, with an overview, really, of the spiritual significance of saying goodbye to somebody in the Hindu faith, because. Am I right in saying it's 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 not an absolute goodbye in Hinduism? Because in, in Christianity and Catholicism, we talk about an afterlife. That's that's some, somewhat different in Hinduism. Yeah, I will start um, this conversation with prayers uh, in the presence of my divine guru, Pandit Sri Ram Sharma Acharya. Uh, Om Bargo Devasya Dimahi This is Gayatri Mantra, which is the biggest mantra for all Hindus because this mantra is for complete humanity and it means that anything that bad has come to my mind, please burn it. O Almighty, please lead my mind into the rightest path. This is the mind that actually governs us 
and then uh, our actions are based on our thoughts. So nice. let the mind be in the right direction to make sure that we do our karma uh, in the righteous okay. way. Okay. To to answer your question, yes, um, the two fundamental truths about life: one is the birth, and the other one is the death. They they both come in a package, and the absolute reality of this is that our life is actually yoga. Okay. And what does yoga mean? It's a sinking of mind, body, soul, and heart. And the last yoga that we perform is the Antesthi yoga, the funeral yoga. Uh, why this is yoga? Because this is actually complete samadhi, which means you're absolutely, completely sinking together to do leave this physical manifestation and move into the spiritual manifestation from it. And can I ask you then, when you say yoga, is that the same yoga that we perceive as, you know, yoga classes that, that we do? Is, is is that the same word? Yeah, the purpose of that yoga that we do, see, we, uh, we believe we are a soul in a human body. Right. Right? And soul never dies. Mm. It's the body that perishes and soul moves on to its onward journey. Okay. Now, how does that happen? It's actually, I'll give an example. It's like a bank balance you have in your bank and you travel to India or any other country with that debit or credit card. The, the moment you have money mm-hmm. and you, you put in the ATM, you can get whatever you want it, right? And karma is exactly the same. The philosophy of karma is based on your goodwill uh, uh, actions that you have done in this or deeds that you have done in this particular life or in the past lives and based on that credit you know you get the reward what is the reward the the ultimate aim of human life is liberation and liberation from what liberation from the cycle of birth and rebirth and then ultimately uniting with the super soul super god or superpower whatever you name it and that is the end of your journey. And the purpose of yoga, coming back to the point, is exactly the same. To have that kind of sinking where your focus is totally inward, not outward, right? We have done so much for outside. Have we done anything for inside? There's a soul yeah, sitting here. Yeah. How do we feed that? That's important to understand. We have we do so much, so much. We earn money. We live in big houses. We want to do so many things around it. But what about this soul? What does this look for? And this This is is looking for love, compassion. This is looking for affection. This is looking for, uh, you know, uniformity. This is looking for manifestation uh, uh, and the the ultimate liberation from this particular journey. Uh, It's very important uh, to understand that we do say that let the soul rest to peace. And technically, uh, actually... It doesn't actually happen that way. Soul does not rest to peace because soul does not rest itself. Soul moves on and on to its onward journey because this is something it may distance from a physical body, but actually there's you and the body, the two different things. You are a soul and then there's a body there, right? So it's only distancing for that particular time and moving into an, another body or another journey until it unites so that is actually the belief uh, in as per the sages and saints uh, uh, of uh, hindu mythology that wrote uh, back in vedas around 10000 years back wow okay 
Okay, so now I think we're probably stepping into that area now of reincarnation and that cycle to the soul. I, I think that, that the idea that you will continue on in another form after this life. Have I perceived that correctly? It is correct, yeah, because um, uh, it, it depends um, how one has carried on oneself in this particular life. Has it been very selfish or has it been very creative and valued additional? Right, so right. depending on how your you know, vibration comes out, that defines the deed or karma that you have done. And the credit of that is very important. And that's the whole philosophy of karma in, in Bhagavad Gita, one of the most, uh, you know, popular um, uh, and uh, versatile uh, Hindu book, which is the sermons of Lord Krishna. And, uh, you know, it says, Karmannivadikaraste ma faleshu kadachina. It says that, you know, karma, you, you will get... Because uh, the result of your actions. Yes, and I know this has come up in, in previous episodes and, and previous discussions, that idea of what you put out, you get back. And, and and I've talked about that within the context of within your life. But to extend that now to apply to what will happen to your soul after you leave this existence, that's really nice, I think. It's a lovely incentive to do good. The fact that your karma would would repay would repay that, and historically, not so much anymore. But historically, in Roman Catholicism, for example, there was an idea that the more you donate to the church, the closer you get to God. So you could buy your way to heaven. But this feels, I think, slightly different. The idea that you know your good deeds will be rewarded as you move into your next life. I mean, it's such a pure and, and beautiful incentive. It is indeed, and and it, this karma has another wonderful thing attached to it, with selfless service, selfless okay. deed yeah. that you do yeah. not expect anything back. Yes, and that yeah. is, that is very important. Yeah. So if I donate to church or temple or whoever you know needy, I should not expect anything back out mm-hmm. of it. Like people, you can donate in different ways. Not only money, you can donate your time, you can donate your money, you can do- donate your belongings, you can donate your body, you can donate whatever you you way you think or you have. But no return expected out of it. Yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. is the selfless services. That yes, life yeah. is beyond this, beyond uh, you know yourself. It is for creating value uh, to millions. It is for uh, you know having something good done because there's so much of suffering around we need the emotional first aid uh, and people yeah. uh, should come forward to think about love compassion let division has been enough on this earth you know in the name of god in the name of land in the name of sect faith whatever you call it we need unity it's very easy to divide but very difficult to unite you know people very difficult to climb a mountain it's easy to fall uh, and we have forgotten there's somebody sitting inside us we need to look after that and that is soul and it, it guides you in a better way um, so that you actually can live this life meaningfully and then go and liberate it uh, if possible and if you haven't done enough in this life or maybe your uh, debit was so bad that you probably have to come back again uh, into another life uh, and do that so in fact you talk about lives and future lives would this be the only human life that you might have taken or could you have 
had a previous or or potentially a, a future human life as well or do they all always take different forms yeah we believe we are the 86000 yonis yonis species uh, on this earth 86000 right. okay. species uh, so one could go i could be an ant an elephant and a <laughs> okay. snake uh, a, a, a snake or any particular species I, i you know depending on my karma in this life and then i could have to go through the cycles of after ant i could become um elephant i could be some other species and okay. that is all suffering you know i mean you can imagine the sufferings they have to go through uh, the birth and rebirth and and the whole challenges there's only one life uh, as a human that you get um Uh, in 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 that particular cycle where you get you have the opportunity to convert yourself into the liberation uh, and that is what the belief is so this is very important life a body that we get rather where we can actually uh, as per the dharma as per the religion uh, we get an opportunity to do all good uh, and lead to liberation i see i see um tell me this then when your time in this existence comes to an end within the context of the funeral ritual how do you think the hindu faith embraces life and death yeah i mean see the grief is very natural and it is is because of the emotions the attachment that has been to this body but those who have understood and read dharma and read the actual religion as such and the the the, the philosophy behind the whole body uh, life death people who understood that they they appreciate that this is the ultimate reality of life one who has come has to go right now the rituals come in place to combat that grief because then you have so many things lined up to be done and your mind is diverted and the rituals play a very important role what are these rituals their constant remembrance of god at every stage of human life that's what nice. the ritual means or almighty whatever you yeah, believe in yeah, yeah. constant remembrance and as for the hindu mythology we have 16 rituals right from baby in the mother's womb okay. till after death death and after death okay so that's a, 15th is the death and there's another one after death is called shrad sanskar which is the last one right right 16th one okay. right now the process may vary from one part of india to other part of india but as for the vedic rituals uh, the purpose is the same what is the purpose purpose is that we cremate the body the cremation is that we are made of five elements and by cremation those five elements are back to the nature converted straight away and the cremation happens within same day in india the body the right purpose is that the soul has left the body and the body that is there is actually washed and the new clothes are put on the body vermilion on the forehead is put on the body the decoration is done and then on the pyre with the dry woods um, you know and then there's the the elder son or the elder daughter or the eldest member depending on each uh, region it varies uh, gives the fire to the um, to the departed body and right? this now sorry sorry this is all within 24 hours of the death it is it is within 24 okay. hours okay. of the death i mean now things are changing uh, in india as well because they as we do in western uh, society we we put a, you know 
some chemicals around their body. And you've seen back in, uh, you know, Egypt, the memes, uh, they kind of, you know, store it for generations. But in India, the, the, the custom was that the, the soul has left. The importance is of soul, not of the body, right? Soul is important. And the prayer starts for the soul to get liberated. Body, it finishes. It's a torn cloth. It's finished. You just burn it, bury uh, and then bring those ashes to the river. Now, the soul wanders for 13 days and trying to find its own solace for 13 days. As per the our, uh, you know, uh, books. For 13 days, soul tries to find its destination, uniting with the super soul or trying to find a birth in another species. Right, 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 and even even the, even that, uh, I mean, there's a tradition in India. I have seen um, when my grandmother uh, passed away uh, many years back. We're talking about 1998. Um, when she passed away, there's a custom that you know those ashes that uh, are there at the pyre after the cremation. We bring some part of the ashes to the home. We put in one uh, corner there and. On the 13th night, we cover that um, part of the uh, ashes with the kind of a, a small cover like this, you know. So we cover that, uh, that part of ashes. Yeah, I think you're showing me right? almost like a, a, a deep lid. Um, I think exactly. you could probably call it that. Put yeah. the lid yeah. on that uh, with a little opening on the side. And okay. Um, okay. we could actually see uh, the, uh, on the ashes, you will see the mark of say uh, an animal or uh, a foot foot of an animal or foot of a bird or foot of a human or foot of a if it is snake or you know those kind of uh, animals reptiles you right. will see something going like that in the ashes right right i mean how come that happens humans can't do that there's some superpower somewhere somewhere it's governing it and taking its own course and we could find what course um uh, uh what birth that particular uh, uh, soul has taken. Or if you see nothing, we believe that ultimately God has listened and soul has united with the super soul. And and that is a very pleasing moment. On 13th, there is a kind of family and relatives come back again uh, and they do a Shanti part, which is a another uh, prayer session uh, together. Uh, and then there's a meal after that. So this is on 13th day happens. Now, this, this process continues Every for the next 13 days, I mean, from the time of the death to that particular prayer session, the prayers continue in the family, right? Every right. every evening, and they put a, um, the little lamp uh, in front of uh, that. You know, now we have pictures. In initial days, we didn't have those photos. We didn't have that technology. So just pray to um, just um, just pray uh, in front of um, a light. And I'm praying for the soul to unite with the super soul. Uh, and after the 13 days, I mean, how long would the grieving process continue then after those 13 days? Well, grieving process, um, first of all, Vedas say we should not grieve, right? Vedas okay. say we should, we should celebrate. Let's put it that way. Celebration okay. of life uh, and the learning from that. And, and as for the rituals, because I do a lot of rituals, death rituals in Ireland myself, and as part of the rituals, everything that we say is that is about thanking Almighty. So on behalf of the dead, 
soul or uh, the soul that has left on behalf of the dead body, you say that, God, you gave me eyes, I'm giving you back. You gave me mouth, I'm giving you back. You gave me hands to do wonderful things, I'm giving you back. You gave me my relatives, I'm giving you back. You gave me this wonderful earth to live, I'm giving you back. You gave me uh, my job, my my life, my every money, whatever. You gave me everything and I'm giving you back because I'm leaving this here and I'm going to next solace, right? Uh, so this is all about thanking Almighty. And, and right? I think there seems to be a real sense of gratitude, isn't there, for, for the use of that body, that that vessel that's that's not in, in use anymore, right? It's, the body is not about the, 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 the matter. The yeah. body is about the soul that is left. People remember you for the deeds or things that you have done good and you should be remembered for that. Body has nothing. No, nobody will remember your body. They will remember your thoughts. They will remember your good things that you have done. So yeah. there's something that is in that is soul uh, is important. And throughout this journey of life and birth, we remind ourselves at every ritual that we do that you need to look after this soul yeah. that is yeah. sitting inside. The yeah. temple is inside this. And that is a, a lovely takeaway from this episode. The idea of the importance of just looking after your soul, your own soul. Yeah. Um, Sudansh, let's return to the ceremony itself, that ceremony of funeral and, and cremation. What what does that look like? You know, when we hear about those ceremonies along um, uh, along the, 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 the riverbanks. Okay. So the first part is that, you know, of course, the, the we wash the body um, uh, and uh, we prepare the body as if we are going for a celebration you know getting it ready um put new clothes on the body tie tie the two, two legs you know we have the uh, kind of uh, nodal points in the body that we tied with energy is stored uh, and two legs are one of them we tie with the red vermilion thread like that uh, and uh, the purpose is that we in- take keep the energy that is inside the body intact until it is finally cremated we put the uh, turmeric in the body and why do we do that wow, you know okay. turmeric is right. very it's antibiotic uh, uh, turmeric actually helps to keep all the insects or anything away for that particular moment until it is finally cremated. So, you know, that is the natural nice. uh, paste that put on the body. Turmeric. As well. Then, yeah, exactly. And turmeric, yeah, very important. We also put, um, you know, other uh, fruits and uh, in some customs, uh, in some parts of India, they put some grains and food along with the body. And that is covered with the white uh, sheet, cotton sheet. And then a kind of... Uh, four bamboo or four wood sticks, uh, a kind of pyre is prepared. It's like an artificial bed, you can say. Okay. You know, and where you bring the body from the floor, put on that, and then people uh, in from the family, uh, especially the the close ones, will take the pyre onto their shoulder, right? Right. And then start walking towards the commission area. Now we, as we see, we bring in the, you know, in the cars now, uh, are the vans in India? They bring it on the you know because the crematoriums are very close by, or even if it is far, they will walk five kilometer, ten kilometer, no problem, right? Right. Yeah. So they will put on that old older here. They'll walk with that, and people will take a turn. So like elder son, younger son, cousins, you know, whoever, depending on uh, whoever is uh, around and relatives, family, friends, they yeah. come and share that, okay. and they take 
it's it's a matter of pride that you're giving salute to the last uh, you know, and the last right to the departed soul and respect to the to the soul. Uh, once they bring the, this, this to the crematorium area, uh, I, as you mentioned earlier in the introduction, a um, lot of um, these cremations were taking place along the side of the rivers uh, and river ganges. Uh, and because we believe uh, we are two thirds of the uh, of us is is the water anyway, right? Uh, and so why why along the river is because uh, there's a quieter place. Uh, and we bring those ashes straight to the river. And through the river, they go back to the nature, go to the seven seas again. Uh, and that is the whole idea behind it, right? So they do uh, along with the river as well. But now with this lot of regulations and things around, we um, discourage, government is discouraging that uh, and trying to bring this to the crematoriums only uh, rather than doing it at, at the at the site of the yeah. other banks of the rivers. Now, uh, during the whole process, um, the the elder son or depending whoever is in in elder in the family will actually put the uh, give the fire to the body uh, to to the woods around it, uh, and then this body is cremated. And with a stick, um, the whoever is the main cremator will actually put here on the skull, uh, touch it like that, and that's called kapal kriya. Kapal is like you know the whole universe is sitting here. We are only tiny particle of this particular big universe that okay. is around. We are part of that. So once we crack that, it's gone back to the nature again, gone back to the universe again. And this this is a ritual. So once that happens, people move back to the home uh, and uh, start doing the prayers again. Uh, and then again seeking seeking the blessings of god so that that particular soul unites with the super soul uh, for the liberation purpose and then that continues for 13 days and then after 13 days uh, another big prayer session is held and yagya is held where you say idam gayatri idam namam god nothing was mine all belongs to you that is the feeling that we all uh, you know pray to almighty uh, and then um, that grieving period is actually rather celebration period i will say is over yeah, and um, and then people move on to their own, or, you know, uh, their daily lives and, and carry on their yeah, jobs. This is true. That does happen, doesn't it? I think, yeah, that happens. Um, so, Danish, what role then does the community play in the process? Do the community get involved and, and show support for the family? Very much, very much. Mm. Um, if if you if you see these things happening in the villages, whole village is sitting uh, uh, attending that funeral. You know, whole village will come. Everybody will come because um, in cities it's been not possible. But whoever will come to know, so that the 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 way it is that you know, in my own personal life, I have seen if you come to know about a funeral uh, of somebody dear, near, or unknown even. Uh, and if you're around that area, you must go and attend that. You must go and attend that and pay your last uh, respect uh, and do whatever you can to support in whatever capacity you can. Because, you know, in, in villages in India, people will, somebody will bring, oh, you have woods? Yeah, I'll bring the woods. You don't have to actually pay for the whole thing. People will come together and, you know, take some part of it and say, oh yeah, I'll bring this. I have this red vermilion thread and I have the white sheet. I'll bring it for you. Or I can, uh, I, I have the woods. I, br- I can bring it for you. You know, That's so lovely. community support will pour in uh, because the family is actually uh, in, in a different mode altogether and they, they don't 
have the capacity to think beyond that particular body or soul. So what about the ritual? Somebody has to look after this. And the community comes and plays a major role, major role um, uh, to and this is actually to pay the respect to the departed soul. Yeah, that's really beautiful. That's really beautiful. And in fact, that's something that I never even thought of. I hadn't planned to ask you this. Um, when you break things down to to, to the nuts and bolts, really, um, a funeral in Ireland has the potential to be quite expensive. A Hindu funeral, however, in India is seemingly relatively inexpensive. Yeah, absolutely. It is very inexpensive. Um, and I, I, I don't see there's any cost attached because, see, uh, it's all about the respect. It's all about the yeah. soul. Once you think beyond your body, material is, has no value. Yeah. Money, material has no money because we all are made of mind uh, and matter. Um, uh, and the, the last one that comes is mantra. You know, and then go back, in, going back to the to the nature again uh, with those five elements that we are made of: uh, fire, water, air, space, and earth. That's all five elements we are of. Mm-hmm. And going back, so. so so tell me this then: How have those rituals and traditions um, assimilated and changed into the Irish the Irish experience then? Um, the rituals remain the same, but of course. Uh, um, you know the certain things that we could do back, uh, back in India or in other countries, people would have done. Uh, it's not possible here for reasons that there's no open power system here. That's number mm-hmm. one. Uh, you know, f- because we have to follow law of the land, which is supreme and ever bearing faith and religion. And I, I, I always believe and all. Uh, I always say to people, law of land is supreme and we have to respect and follow that. So that's number one. We, we don't have that particular facility or kind of a system here that we do open power. We also don't have option to spread ashes into rivers uh, or into the sea because there's no um, particular place for us. And, you know, that is something we will be looking for, uh, requesting government if we can be allotted something, a small place that people can go and just... Uh, Poor ashes. It's simple. There's no yeah. damage to the nature. It's only the it's part of the nature going back to the nature. Um, again, pouring in the sea somewhere, anywhere. Uh, I mean, government can allot us. But then, other things that uh, we do carry the the body on the shoulders uh, that doesn't happen here either uh, because uh, of uh, you know uh, the customs that we have. Yeah. We follow Irish customs put in the kind of, you know, box and, uh, you know, bring the box to, to the chapel and do the prayers there. And then from there, it's gone to the final funeral, uh, you know, furnace area and then just press the button and it's done that way. Whereas in India, it's more like uh, everybody's surrounding and, and witnessing the whole completion of the whole uh, burning of that uh, wood and the body at the time. Yeah. Uh, and can a funeral director turn that funeral around in 24 hours? I mean, would you, would you still get to cremate the body within within the day? Uh, it doesn't happen that way because uh, a lot of times, uh, depending if the body is in the hospital, uh, it has its own process. If it is a Saturday, Sunday, nothing much happens. Mm. So it could be weeks. Um, so it, it does not happen similar uh, as it happens in India. 
so it it could take a couple of days and sometimes a couple of weeks depending on the reports from the nice. no dues certificates and a lot of uh, you know legalities involved so yeah exactly it does not happen that way uh, but we respect that right right and how in fact have traditions and rituals changed through covid through the pandemic yeah i mean that's a very good question um i did um, have to do some rituals virtually this year uh, especially mm-hmm. last year uh, where some hindu community people uh, left their um, body um, and departed and um, because the restrictions that um, i have on my travel um, you know because i live in county kildare and if something happening in dublin and you know it's very difficult uh, to cross county travel that's number one also uh, with the safety and everyone's um, uh, you know the, the covid uh, guidelines in mind uh, it depends some people agreed yeah it's fine we can have it. Uh, it they don't have any gatherings around only one see we don't have families here that's one other challenge so it's only either a husband or wife or sometimes nobody there like you know the, we, we had a case where a, a, a student was here um and um, uh, he has nobody here you know i mean his his brother has to come from the us uh, and, and that was at the time of the first wave uh, back in 2020, to, once he found out this has happened. Um, and um, I offered my support and help, but uh, he, because he was traveling uh, for some time from US to Ireland, uh, he was he wanted to be sure that, you know, nobody catches COVID. So uh, he, he we did it virtually. I, I had to log in from computer like this, and I had to do all the prayers from here, and he did all the rituals as I directed him to do that. So yeah, it's it's been difficult um, and challenging, and um, with with the with the respect of the regulations uh, and law of the land, um, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah, and look, hopefully we will have better and more normal times ahead. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. Sudansh, I'm I'm conscious of time. Um, I won't keep you too much longer today, but just to say thank you so much for joining me and chatting to me today. I really appreciate your time. Um, When I read your biog, I realised I would never have enough time to actually get through all of your achievements in life. And you've done... You've done wonderful, wonderful things. Uh, so I think your story needs to be told. So you might come back and chat to me again sometime. Uh, we might learn more about you and you can tell me about your remarkable life and, and the things you've achieved. Um, you're, you're a peace ambassador. Yeah, I mean, um, I try to do things that are meaningful. Um, I'm only a simple man. I'm just trying to do my karma, uh, let's put it that way. That's so nice. Anything that comes on my way is nothing is mine, all belongs to Almighty. Um, and uh, with the, that, God's grace um, uh, and uh, fulfillment uh, um, of uh, purpose of life, I'm able to do certain things. Uh, as I said earlier, uh, you know, there's a purpose of life for me, uh, and I want to fulfill that uh, with grace and pride. Uh, so I just try to do little things, um, uh, just just to add value to people's life uh, and just spread the message of love, affection, uh, fraternity, brotherhood, because we are one family under one superpower, God, nature, whatever we call it, yeah, you know, that's uh, and who are we to divide people? doesn't matter. As many God, as many ways, uh, you know, uh, you, this, we don't believe any, in any conversions. We have recently opened our first Hindu temple uh, in Ireland, yes. which is in Walkinstown, uh, that happened in covid um, uh, in August 2020, 
uh, and once uh, things are back to normal we will invite uh, everyone to be uh, you know part of that uh, and please do come and be our guest there yes. uh, whenever things get normal uh, we do a lot of uh, wonderful things there uh, meditation yoga uh, learnings teachings integration wow. Wow. love affection faith whatever and of course the prayers of deities um, and those who don't believe in deities you know there's some you will get good vibes um, you know when you come there uh, yeah. in terms of uh, um, having a good feel uh, factor yes. so please please do do visit be our guest yes that's what we want in life the good vibes uh, the good vibes that is really important and thank you for that invite I, i you know i look forward to to accepting that when things get back to whatever new normal uh, we're going to assimilate into but i do certainly and honestly uh, look forward to accepting that invite um sudansh i'm so appreciative of your time today that was a really wonderful chat i got an awful lot out of that um and i'm sure our listeners did uh, as well so sudansh thank you so much Yeah, I'll just say Om Shanti 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 Let there be peace within Let there be peace outside Let there be peace in the whole universe Grav Mahagat, thank you That's a really beautiful end point Grav Mahagat Tuhain, Namaste And uh, thank you Sudansh And to you, the listener, thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate and review and all the things we do in our social media worlds now. Um, or, or how about this? How about a little share? Um, I hope I'm, I'm having interesting conversations in this series. I hope they're worthy uh, to be shared. So please do feel free uh, to share across the uh, various social media platforms. That'll be fab. Um, and of course, you're always welcome to get involved in the conversation. I'd love to hear from you. So do drop me a message and get in touch. In the meantime, that is it. Till the next time, stay safe, take care. This has been the Celebration Sessions podcast. Mm-hmm.